0: Welcome to the best coach ever podcast. I'm your host Lynette Marie, an online business mentor and social media expert to online coaches and totally obsessed with helping women win in life and business. After spending over seven years in the online fitness coaching industry and scaling my own fitness coaching business to multiple six figures, I fell in love with something new, helping women build their own businesses online. And to date I've helped hundreds of women scale their own online coaching businesses to massive success. Each week in this podcast, I'll be sharing how you can be the best coach ever, which isn't just about being a good coach to your clients, by the way, it's about knowing how to run your business, like the successful CEO you aspire to be. It's also about learning to run a business in a way that gives you the best life ever and your clients, the best results ever. And lastly, it's about being the best happiest version of yourself that you can be inside and out. Also in the best coach ever podcast, I'll be sharing the business strategies, mindset hacks, and life lessons I've learned in my own entrepreneurial journey and sharing interviews with industry leaders, with expert advice in leveling up your health mindset and business. So if you're ready to be the best coach ever and learn to build the life and business of your dreams, come dive into the best coach ever podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Best Coach Ever podcast and to today's episode, which is coming to you live inside of the Blanket Dome. You know, I have forsaken the Blanket Dome well, we're podcast recording for the last probably like month or two, which is why I've not talked about it that much lately. But you know, I've been listening back to some of my podcasts lately and I can just tell I need I need the Blanket Dome. So here we are. We are recording this podcast episode from inside of a blanket. If you're new, if this is like the first time you've listened to my podcast, I record my podcast episodes just in my office. And I've noticed that when I record normally, uh, the podcast sounds a little echoey. It's just like not the best quality. And so what I do now, typically, is I drape a giant blanket over my computer, myself, and my microphone, which really softens a lot of the noise. So we have better sound quality. That is your best life hack for those of you who have a podcast, who want your production sound to like sound cleaner, there you have it, coming to you live from the podcast Blanket Dome today. <laughs> but today's podcast episode is for those of you who are trying to build your online coaching business, or you're in the process of building and scaling your online coaching business, but you feel like you just don't have time to build the business. Now, you know, that's sometimes true. Like Sometimes people will tell me about their lifestyle, and I'll be like, wow, you know, I think you might be right. Like, I think it might not be realistic for you to try and build a business while you are a full-time caretaker of your children and you work a full-time job and you're studying to get your XYZ degree and you're married and you're running a household. Like, you know, there's definitely a time and place where I feel like people are too busy. But to be honest with you, I feel like most people can probably find the amount of time they need to actually build a business, and I'm going to explain that today because I know you're. You might already be thinking like, "Well, I just like don't have time. Like it's really hard for me to stay consistent because like my life is so busy and like I have so much going on." True, true, probably true. But you know, one thing that I tell uh, my fitness coaching business accelerator clients, my FCBA students, who. You probably know this, but FCBA is my coaching program for new and aspiring online coaches. It's basically the the program of mine that you join if you're wanting to start your online coaching business. And right when you enroll in FCBA, one of the first um, modules, if you will, in the course hub is a breakdown of how to build your business in less than 10 hours a week. Because I hear this all the time. People are like, I don't have that much time. Like, I can't be spending 30, 40 hours a week trying to build my business. And so, A, I realized that that's probably true. Like, I don't know a ton of people who have 40 expendable hours to spend on their business every week, although I know some do. Um, And so I started really kind of honing in on what are the main things that people need to do to build and grow their online coaching business and how little amount of time can we spend on those things and still expect to see the needle move forward? So I'm gonna break down what you need to be spending your time on. If your time in business is limited, if you've only got maybe 10 to 12 to 15 hours a week to spend in your business, I'm gonna break down for you how I would spend that time. But before we get into that, something that I learned from my business coach within the last couple of years is this concept of something that she calls sacred hours. Now, I don't think she invented this because if you Google this, you can find other people talking about this, but here's what sacred hours essentially are. So sacred hours are essentially like uh, blocked off hours of time that you are going to consider sacred for your business or, you know, whatever is kind of important to you. It's, you know, two hours a day. And that's the other thing is you just need two hours a day that we mark as like sacred hours where I'm going to focus fully on whatever it is that I need to focus on. And research shows that two uninterrupted productive hours, you can get more done in that time than you could in a bunch of scattered hours across the day or trying to give eight hours to the business where you're only kind of like half invested or you're like getting distracted or you're on your phone, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, if you can give your business two dedicated hours a day five days a week even. You don't even need to do it all seven days of the week. But if you can give your business two dedicated hours a day, then you can build an online coaching business. Now, am I saying that your business is going to grow as fast as the person who can dedicate 15 or 20 hours? Perhaps not. But like when I break down exactly how I would spend those 10 hours, you are doing all of the things that need to happen for a business to grow. And so if you just keep doing them, the business will grow. You will get clients and you will be able to expand. So the first thing about this though is that we need those two hours to be truly sacred. No distractions, no other responsibilities, nobody coming in the room and interrupting you, no one pulling you away, not you being on your phone doing quote unquote research. No, no. Sacred hours are time is time that you set apart two hours ideally that you set apart before maybe before your day starts, before your kids get up, or after your kids go to bed. Although there's another aspect of sacred hours we'll talk about in a second. But it's just two dedicated hours that you make sure you are able to focus. The other thing that we want to consider when it comes to sacred hours is that we ideally want these to be hours where you are most productive, uh, where it's maybe most conducive to your, you, know, you having your best energy, you having your most creativity. For example, I've just realized this about myself. After about 1 p.m. maybe each day, my creativity is just like drained. I don't know why. I just like if I am going to make content or record a podcast episode, I have my best chance of that coming to me more easily and flowing more easily if I do it before like 12 or 1 after about 12 or 1. My brain is not feeling super creative, which is why in my business, a lot of times I do more like content creation type stuff in the morning and I do more so like coaching calls in the afternoon or evening. That just makes sense to me. My brain is very available for coaching in the afternoon. Like that's a really, really good mix for me. So if I'm having two hours of sacred time every day in my business on the days that I work, I'm putting them in the morning. Now, that being said, I know that not everybody has that luxury. I'm thinking of a gal right now who I know is in the process of building up her business. She is a teacher. She's got a a kid, if not two, I think she actually might have two kids. So she might feel most productive at like 11 a.m., but like she's working (laughs) at a school, being a teacher, right? So if she were to choose some sacred hours, she might need to choose like 5 a.m. to 7 a.m., like maybe before her kid gets up or before she has to leave for the day or 4.30 4.30 to 6.30, I don't know, that might feel crazy. But if you really want the business, I'm just saying that it can happen. I'm not saying that it's always gonna be easier, that it's not gonna be without sacrifice, but being able to find two hours a day, five days a week, you can get you can get enough done to get your business going and start getting clients online, without a doubt. I will also say this, you can break this into like longer chunks, less days of the week. So if you are like, hey, you know what? I could do two hours on like Tuesday and Thursdays when my kids are at XYZ practice. And then I'll just do, you know, six hours on Saturday. Like I'll go to a coffee shop, work for six hours. It's not ideal because it's very hard for the human brain to stay very focused and productive for six hours, but also some people actually do well with that. Like they get on a roll and they can just produce, produce, produce. Um, Or even if you did like three hours in the morning, three hours in the evening, whatever you need to do, long story short, if you want to grow this business and you feel like you're very busy, blah, 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 I challenge you to choose 10 to 12 sacred hours a week to build your business. I feel most people can find 10 hours of their day, even if they're not the most ideal hours, because chances are, like, look at your phone screen time. Look at how many TV episodes that you watched this week of your favorite show, how much time you spent watching Netflix, how much time you spent scrolling Instagram, how much time you spent reading novels. Now, I'm absolutely the last person to demonize those things. That's not what I'm saying. It's just that I, and I've been victim to this too, I know how easy it is to say, I don't have time, but you're spending four or five hours a night like on that stuff. And again, not saying not to watch Netflix, not saying not to have hobbies or things that relax you. We all need that. But could you, instead of watching Netflix three hours a night, maybe just watch Netflix for 90 minutes and spend the other 90 minutes on your business or instead of, uh, I don't know, scrolling your phone at, you know, breakfast or before when you wake up in the morning, can you spend that hour on your business instead? It's those decisions that make or break whether or not you have this business. And like, you know, I'm an, I'm a high empathy coach. I totally hear people when they're like, I don't have time, I don't have time. But I just find that so often that's just not true. It's just not true. People often have 10 hours that they can find in their schedule. And like, if you're listening to this and you're like, no, I can't. Then like, you just probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast episode because like, what are we even doing pretending we're gonna build an online business if we have literally zero time to do so? You know what I mean? So like- <laughs> either we can do this or we can't and I'm assuming that if you're listening you agree with me and you're like you know what I do have 10 or 12 or 15 hours that I can dedicate to my business I just need to be more serious about those hours uh, and get really focused with them right not no more of this like oh I'm sitting down to research reels babe no you're not you're gonna go scroll for three hours feel like crap about yourself and like give up we're not doing that or oh well like I'm going to go to a coffee shop and like, I'm going to work on content. And then you go to the coffee shop and you just like scroll on your phone or you online shop or you again, do research. No, stop. (laughs) Like dedicate what, how you're going to spend your time and then go do those things. Yes. It's hard for a lot of people. I think these days to focus. I, I often wonder if I have ADHD because I have a lot of the signs and symptoms and sometimes getting my brain to focus on anything for longer than two minutes feels like at, Actual, literal torture for my brain, like that I would rather like be thrown off of a bridge than have to focus on something. And yet I have just also learned what I need to do to hack my brain and get it to focus on things long enough to get things done. You know what I mean? So anyway, I'm not here to fight with you about whether or not you have time and whether or not you can focus or not. I'm here to just let you know that if you can find 10 to 15 hours a week of sacred time that you put aside and you stay really focused, You absolutely can build a successful online coaching business, which is great news because that means that you don't have to like quit your job in order to do this or go part time. You just have to be willing to sacrifice 10 or 15 hours a week of time that you maybe are just using to like loll around or do nothing and put that towards your business and, you know, practice the discipline of it being really focused and productive time, which I know, again, might be tough, but I'm assuming that if you're listening to this, you want that. Like you want to build the business. You want to have the online coaching business. You want clients. You want to have a second stream of of revenue coming into your life or to make this eventually your full-time gig. So then like, let's work for it. Let's make this happen and let's build that business. So let's move on to how I would recommend spending those 10 hours a week. Um, So I'm going to tell you what I would do if you have only 10 hours a week in your business. And then I'll tell you if you have like 15 where I would spend more time. So let's dig into this. So if you have just 10 hours a week to work on your business, I would spend one and a half to two hours a week writing content. So like writing out your captions, planning out what you're gonna be posting when. Now, one and a half to two hours, it's like in a way that's a lot of time and also in a way it's not a lot of time because I know I've had people say like, oh my gosh, I just, I spend like one hour writing one single caption. That can be true. And it's usually most true of people who, A, don't have a content strategy. So there's a lot of like researching and decision making when it comes to making content because they're like, I don't know what to post. I have to think really hard and do a lot of digging to figure out what I should be posting rather than if you just have a strategy that kind of generates ideas for you. It's a lot easier to batch, you know, three or four written captions in an hour and a half, two hours of time, possibly even more. So I would spend an hour and a half to two hours a week writing your content, like the actual written content that goes on you know, your Instagram reels, your Instagram feed posts, et etc. I would spend another half hour of time recording reels every week. Reels are obviously a huge thing right now. how it's how Instagram is even like pushing your content out to new people. If you're not doing reels, I'm here to tell you right now, your business is just flat out, not likely to grow at all if you're not creating reels. Now, I know that that can be discouraging because a lot of people are afraid of video. They're overwhelmed by video. It feels like there's so much to to do and to edit and blah, blah, blah. But let me tell you, like, please go to my Instagram and look at my last, I don't know, probably dozen or 15 reels. And you'll see that probably half of them, maybe not lately, I've been like on something lately where I've been like a little more cute and clever. (laughs) But by and large, probably 60 to 70% of my reels as a whole is simply B-roll footage meaning that I just set up my camera and I record some footage of me kind of passively on my laptop or doing something or cleaning or pouring a glass of wine, right? I use that as B-roll footage for a reel where that's like the only footage that's there. I put text over the screen, either making a point or hooking people or whatever the case may be, and there's my reel. And I actually did an Instagram post in the last week or two, I wanna say, where I showed you how to create five different types of B-roll in one room on one couch. Like I literally recorded a reel for you guys where I took you through like different positions and different like props and things that I did literally just sitting on my couch. And there was five different takes, five different types of footage just to show you guys that like you can make B-roll footage of yourself so easily. In fact, you can make B-roll footage that's not even of you. Like you can have B-roll footage of you walking, you know, with your coffee and the camera is just like on your coffee and on your feet. Or you can do B-roll footage of like you spanning the sky, that kind of a thing. I don't love all of your real content to be that. I do want some of you and your face in there. But like, again, you can record that B-roll footage, like tons of it in 30 minutes. Like you could probably have like 20 pieces of B-roll footage filmed in 30 minutes you know, spent on the business. Um, Or even again, maybe you just do like five or six B-roll footage recordings in like 15 minutes and then spend the other 15 minutes recording more dedicated reels of like you talking to the camera or you doing a voiceover or whatever the case might be. You know what I mean? Regardless, 30 minutes is plenty to get enough content and video to make reels with if you are, again, really dedicated and focused in that 30 minutes. In addition to that, I would probably spend at least in the beginning of your business or maybe even just like every other week, 30 minutes taking photos of yourself for social media or whatever it is that like you're posting on your social media. But you guys know me. I'm always going to recommend that you use photos of yourself. And I again, I have an Instagram highlight on my page. Jessica, copywriter, who's listening to this right now, uh, make sure that we grab the link for that because it's I think it's called Instagram photos, question mark, (laughs) But I show you how, again, in just one room of my house, I set set up my camera and was able to take, like, five different really good shots of myself that were all a little bit different that I literally took in, like, a matter of five minutes, right? So in five minutes, I got five different shots of myself, which, you know, I could then use those five photos over the next week. And if I did this practice, like, you know, and I batched a bunch of photos where I got maybe, like... 20 or 30 usable photos over the course of 30 minutes and then I repeated that weekly I mean man after a month you're gonna have like 100 photos that you can use and yeah like it can take time if you're like switching outfits and all of that but okay then let's shave that down let's say every week you're able to produce 10 photos of yourself that you you can use for social media I mean well dude after a month you're gonna have like 50 photos which is gonna carry you through like three months time at least you know what I mean So the good news is that I don't think you even need to spend a half hour every single week taking photos, which is awesome because then that's frees up more time for you to do something else or to put more time towards something that seems to take a little longer for you like writing captions. But that is how I would spend a half hour every week. So just to recap, so far I'm recommending one and a half to two hours a week writing content, a half hour every week recording reels and a half hour every week, uh, taking photos of yourself to use for social media. I would also, and so this is, you know, again, this recommendation is what I give to my FCBA clients. So the next recommendation is very specific to them, but I'll tell you what I would recommend for you. Um, But the next recommendation I have here is to spend somewhere between one and a half to three hours a week on FCBA content, meaning that I recommend that they spend an hour and a half to up to three hours a week, either getting on a a coaching call with me or watching FCBA content because they have access to my whole course hub that gives them tons and tons of strategy, right? Essentially, expanding your knowledge on all things business and getting supported. So if you are not in my FCBA program, then I would spend an hour and a half to up to three hours a week just expanding your knowledge, whether that means opting into some webinars, um, buying some courses or going through the courses that you have that you've actually purchased and never enrolled in. I know I've got like literally three or 4,000 people enrolled in my courses at any given time. And I'm like, Y'all still going in there and checking out the courses that you paid for with your hard-earned money or what, right? So if you can just find an hour and a half, even just an hour and a half every week to further your education, listening to my podcast, that can be something that helps further your education about your business and help you improve what you're doing so that every week we are dedicated to improving what we know about business, what we know about marketing, sales, social media, and how to keep getting better at this, this will guarantee that you don't get stagnant. Um, And and more ideally, if you have a place where you can receive support and feedback, this will make sure that you're always kind of getting checked in on by your mentor uh, so that you're always kind of progressing in the ways that are most ideal. So the next thing that I would focus on in your business is I would recommend about an hour and a half each week prospecting. So prospecting is really just you going and being social on social media. So going to the people who follow you and like engaging with their content or starting conversation, just like responding to their Instagram story or leaving a comment on one of their posts or going and seeking out new potential people to follow and commenting on their stuff or starting conversation with them, right? Not in a way to like go and pitch your stuff to them immediately, but just to make a touch point with them, especially with like new people who don't follow you, to just let them know you exist in the world. For example, let's say that you are a health and fitness coach uh, and you focus on moms. You know, what you could do is go find some like mom influencers or like mom health influencers, like people with an audience of like a million or like one and a half million or something like that. People who are maybe not even selling coaching, but they it's clear that anybody who would be following this influencer would likely be an ideal client for you. And then just go through who follows that influencer or who's commenting on her stuff or liking her stuff And go follow them and go engage with them and comment on their stuff, right? I know some people struggle with this, but this is one of the best, most manual ways to grow your audience. Um, I may have said this example before, but I had a client of mine who did FCBA and she joined FCBA, I think with around 800 followers on Instagram. And every day while she had her first cup of coffee, she just dedicated herself to prospecting for those like 20 minutes with her first cup of coffee, sat down, had her cup of coffee, and looked for people to follow and engage with. And over the course of doing this for, I think, four months, I think it was the four months she was in FCBA, her audience went from 800 to 1,700 people. And because a lot of those followers came from her prospecting, they were almost like hand-chosen followers, like people that she saw, because she was a coach for moms as well, that she saw, like, were a mom, were a mom with, like, who followed other, like, health and wellness people. So it was clear that this was a mom who, you know, had an interest in health and fitness. And like, that's what she built her audience with. Like you could not have a more targeted audience than when you are prospecting and really, you know, exposing who you are and, and yourself to new people who might've never found you on the internet. Like that's just so effective. Um, and again, I know that this is a tough one for people. Like the idea of like going and talking to strangers can feel really scary and overwhelming. Um, it can even feel like cringy or embarrassing if, if you feel Um, nervous that people are going to think that you're just trying to sell them. But that's the thing, though. You're not trying to sell them. Your goal with prospecting is not to get clients. Your goal with prospecting is to grow your audience. And if any of those people end up turning into clients, great. But that's on them and it's their decision. You're not trying to force or get anybody to just buy from you with prospecting. That's not the goal. That's not the way that I teach it. Um, But if you were spending an hour and a half a week prospecting and just actively aiming to manually grow your audience by just commenting on other people's stuff and uh getting your name kind of out there that would be very very productive and um successful for you and continuing to grow your audience even if like your reels aren't going viral and you're you're struggling to grow your audience organically otherwise prospecting like that like guaranteed to grow your audience because you know if let's say in one prospecting session you go follow 20 people and you just like leave nice comments on something that they've posted just statistically, somewhere between like 30 to 70 percent of those people are going to follow you back, either out of politeness because they see that you followed them, or because they like see you've commented on their stuff and you started following them, and they go to your profile and they're like, oh, I really like I really like this coach's content. I'm going to follow her, right? And so let's see, let's say you find 20 new people to follow a day over the course of seven days, that's what 140 new people that you follow every week, and then let's say even 50 percent of them follow you back that's 7, 14, 21, 20, what, 280 people potentially that could follow you in a month? Would you like to have 280 more followers in 30 days from now, especially people who are more targeted, who are like actually potentially your ideal client? Probably. By the way, I teach really, really good and easy prospecting strategies in FCBA, um, really at all of my programs. So if you know, you know, and if you've been thinking about hiring me, it's just one more reason to do so. But prospecting, super effective, highly recommend that you're spending, uh, you know, at least roughly an hour and a half a week doing so. And then lastly, I recommend spending anywhere between an hour and a half and two and a half hours on program development or business back-end build-up, really whatever your business needs at this point if you don't have clients yet, right? Whether that's creating your offer or working out the details of your offer or setting up your back end, sorting out your contract, um, you know, building out your your course hub, whatever the case may be, whatever your business needs, you might want to dedicate an hour and a half to two and a half hours a week working towards that. And the good news is, is that once you actually have your stuff in place, that one and a half to two and a half hours a week can then start actually going towards taking care of clients. And I'll also say this, this is the numbers I just gave you, by the way, only equate to seven to 10 hours a week, by the way. But if you're doing all of that, even if you're just doing it on the low end of my recommendations and you're only putting seven hours a week towards your business, I am telling you, like, this is the work you need to do. This is the work to do to build your audience, uh, create consistent content, have your offers and your business be built out. And like, you can literally do it in seven to 10 dedicated hours a week and um and what i was think i was trying to get at though is that you know this is what i recommend spending your time with if you don't yet have clients obviously if you have clients you're going to want to add some time to this but the way that i uh, like show and teach coaches how to like take care of clients and and serve clients i usually say you could take care of a client in less than an hour a week It might be a little bit more when you're first getting started and you're getting the hang of it. Um, And it might be a little bit more when the client is first starting with you. You might put a few more hours into like a, a call with them and building out their programming, et cetera. But after that, I would say maybe an hour a week or less when you really get into the swing of things. So, you know, again, let's say you have five clients, then I would say, okay, instead of seven to 10 hours a week in the business, I imagine you'll spend somewhere closer to like 12 to 15. But then also it's like the more clients you start to build the, the uh, or the more clients you start to get, the less pressure there is for you to have to stay at, you know, your daytime job or you could potentially cut back. Um, it's also a lot more motivating to keep up with your business when uh, you have paid cl- paying clients and you're making money from the business. Um, so it, it really can. you know My goal for my clients is that they start to slowly build up the business so that they can run this business in tandem with potentially a full-time job and that they you know, really never get to a point of working more than 15 or 20 hours in the business before they have the opportunity to then leave their full-time job. Because truly, the way that I teach people how to run business, you genuinely could be putting just 15 to 20 hours a week and making three to 5K a month, minimum. But before you even get like overwhelmed with those numbers, start with the seven to 10, because you can be, putting seven to 10 hours a week towards starting your online coaching business and getting this off the ground. And like, imagine where you could be 60 days from now, how much further along you could be on these goals that you keep telling yourself, I don't have time for, I can't make this happen. If you would just commit yourself to this, to actually putting in the work and showing up, doing this work consistently, like where could the business be three months from now, four months from now, especially if For example, you decided to work with me as your coach where I gave you the literal blueprint and told you what to do and how to make the content and how to make the reels and how to make sure that that stuff is growing your audience and exactly how to prospect and exactly how to build your coaching offers, et cetera, et cetera, right? That's what I do with my clients inside of the Fitness Coaching Business Accelerator. But regardless, I I hear you when you say like, oh, I just don't have time to build the business. And I counter you with, yes, you do. I counter you with if you can put aside seven to 10 sacred hours a week, even just like most weeks, like maybe you can only do it two to three weeks in a row and then you have a week where you just can't make that happen. You can only maybe do three or four hours a week that week. That's fine. If you can do seven to 10 hours a week, most of the time you have the time and energy and ability to make and build an online coaching business and have it grow So I hope that this was encouraging to somebody and helped you really know where to focus your time. Even if you're not new in business, this is still where I, I mean, honestly, I spend a lot of my time doing these things as well. Like I still spend my time writing content, recording reels, taking photos, Furthering my education, uh, prospecting, uh, you know, working within my business, planning launches, building offers, et cetera. Like I'm still this is still the work I'm doing to expand my business. And it's it's very developed (laughs) at this point, you know. Um, So this is the work. This is what the work looks like. And uh, I hope that this helped to maybe even remove some of the overwhelm or the thought of like, what am I supposed to do and how how am I supposed to make this work? because I think you have your answer and I think it was in this podcast. So I hope this was helpful. I hope you guys love this episode. Let me know if this was helpful for you, if you would love more episodes like this that are around like time management or productivity or like what to do, because I can definitely, I can definitely supply that. So hope this was a good episode for you guys. Thanks so much for watching, listening, <laughs> and I will see you in the next one. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the best coach ever podcast. If you love today's episode, do me a favor and share a screenshot of this episode on Instagram story and tag me, or go ahead and leave a five-star review for my podcast on iTunes. Both help me out so much in getting my podcast out to new people. Thanks again for hanging out with me today, you guys, and I'll catch you on the next episode of the best coach ever podcast.